Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit PlanetBcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and knowledgeable boys. You've got myself, Tommy Dasilo, and sitting right next to me, you have Adam Knox. Here I am. Boy, it's crazy how I feel like I could reach out and touch you. Yeah, you currently are. Can you keep your hands to yourself, please? (laughs) Well, it's just you being in the room here, Tommy. It's really hard to... Ignore your magnetic sexual energy. If there's one thing you can say about me right now, is it, it's that I currently am in the same room as both of you boys. <laughs> and another, uh, another human who I'm currently occupying the exact same physical space as, it's Ben Vanell. Hey, Tommy. It's good to be sitting on your lap, as always. <laughs> the setup we use every episode, me on lap, you... On Knox's lap. <laughs> and me on all I fours. Said, uh, <laughs> I said occupying the exact same physical space. That's That would sort of mean that I've, like, my soul has, like, inhabited your body mm. is what you, that would mean. You know that That's, thing of when people say that, like, you know how none of our uh, atoms touch and there's hypothetically a chance that if you just ran at a wall at the, right, at the right exact time, you'd just slip through it? How about you fucking try that now? <laughs> 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 well, that's a long, that's a long way to go to just basically be telling someone to go fuck themselves. <laughs> so, uh, are you going to try and make that? The, is that the more scientific? Take a long walk off a short pier. Yeah, that's the <laughs> shitty Big Bang Theory version of that. <laughs> yeah, you've got to be wearing a Bazinga t-shirt while you say it. <laughs> well, um, good thing I always am. So we are recording this uh, in. Two different places. You guys are in Melbourne. I am in New York. And we're both recording our own audio separately. So the the goal is that this will just sound like a regular episode to people. But this is a weird one where we're doing it. And as we're doing it, we're not sure if it's even going to be releasable. (laughs) (laughs) I guess not. But we kind of feel that way about every episode, even the normal ones. Good point. Quality of content. Yeah, good point. And also, I I got up at like 7.30 to do this local time, so I think it might be one of the only times I've ever said good morning video games, and it literally be the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, milestone. <laughs> so Looking at your little apartment here, Tommy, on Skype, um, mm-hmm. you, you said that the toilet, which you showed us before, has a glass door. Yeah. Why? Expand. Oh, well, <laughs> as, as the architect of this hotel, let me talk you through that <laughs> design decision. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's one of those um, – it's, it's, a, it's, cool, it's a pod hotel, so it's like 
it's everything's really clean and nice, but they're just like pretty appropriate like for no what we're doing space. right here, right now. Oh, because we're doing a we're radio doing a bit show. of a bit of a radio show, <laughs> eh? In a pod hotel. <laughs> now I've just learned from that experience not to interrupt you again. <laughs> <laughs> It's very difficult for me when you guys both start talking and interrupt me because mm. I cannot make out what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, no pod hotel. I did. I got a sweet discount um, when I checked in. I had to show them some raw uh, audacity files that I was working on, and they're like, <laughs> "Oh, you're one of the you're one of the chosen ones. Great." Because Have every audio off. engineer calls them audacity files. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, everyone in here. Everyone in here is currently doing a podcast. I think Mark Marin's staying in the room next to me. Um, Nerdist is just down the hall. It's it's great in here, guys. It sounds super fun. Like a uh, like. A, do you remember that show, Last Comic Standing, mm. Mm. where they got them all to live in a hotel together? Mm. I always thought mm. that'd be a bit of fun hanging out with comedians at a hotel. <laughs> So, last comic standing, the only time any comedians have ever lived in a hotel together. <laughs> yeah. Haven't we all done this previously with festivals <laughs> and stuff? Like, we have lived in a hotel together. So. That's that's what you... That's the only reason Knox wants to be on Last Comic Standing. It's not for, like, the exposure or the promise of a sweet cash prize. It's imagine being in a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't get to stay in hotels very often. You're not allowed to anymore, are you? No, I'm banned from all of them because of my raw uh, sexual audacity files. But I, um, <laughs> like, I'll usually stay at an Airbnb or something like that if mm. I go somewhere, just because of the, the the affordability. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I was in Montreal before this, and I met a few filth listeners there. Um, which was lovely. So hello to those people. And hello, Jacques. I, I got on our Facebook page yesterday and I tried to host a meet and greet here in Central Park. Oh, yeah. And I, I did just get a lot of people going, oh, come to New Jersey instead. <laughs> yeah, no worries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that we would have had a lot of listeners in New York based on our, based on our data that we're stealing from people. Yeah, yeah. We, New, I mean, look, we, we have a few. We also had a lot of people go, oh, I'm at work. Can you just wait until five? Again, yeah. more than happy, more than happy to just fall by what other people want me to do. Well, is yeah. New York one of those cities as well where everyone kind of lives outside of it but th- works inside of it? I think from what I've heard, it's the city that never sleeps. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is the one where Pauline is the mayor, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, well, yeah, there, there's a big... Um, there's a big Nintendo uh, like flagship store at Rockefeller Center mm. that I I went to the other day and it's great. Like they have lots of like lots of merch, obviously, and just you know demo units. It's, it's fun. But I was walking around in there and I bumped into a friend of mine who like I'm traveling with, but like I hadn't seen him all day. And I I go up to him and he goes, I literally just came here to try and find you because I knew this is where you'd be. <laughs> So, <laughs> like a lost child, like Macaulay Culkin, yeah, yeah. <laughs> running like, around. Like I think I, I met Donald him. Trump earlier. <laughs> I went up and tapped him on the shoulder, and he wasn't even like, "Oh, like you know," amazed by the coincidence. He was just like, "Yeah, okay, hey, uh, like, yep, it worked out. I came here to find you." Yeah. yeah. Um, this really so, does. Just very quickly, this does feel like talking to grandma. <laughs> Having you on Skype here Telling us your little stories (laughs) Yeah, yeah All of Grandma's sweet stories about going to the Nintendo shop So, sure I was going to say I had a funky grandma 
So I've been gone for like a week. What have you guys been playing anything while I've been gone so far? Um, well, I've been playing not a new game, but uh, a game that was on sale on the PlayStation Store, uh, Ratchet and Clank, uh, a big fan mm-hmm. of yours, Tommy. Yes, yes. It, it's fucking great. I didn't, because I, I watched you play it once and I was like, oh yeah, cool. It was a boss battle. And so I was like, oh yeah, it's, you know, it's kind of like a, an old school platformer shooter kind of thing. But I didn't yep. really, I guess I didn't pay attention <laughs> as I want to do when you're playing something or talking. Um, but it's... It what was that? Be- Sorry, the connection just dropped out for a second. Can you repeat, <laughs> uh, never can mind. You repeat what you just said? <laughs> um, it looks fantastic. Like, and yeah. I remember when we um, talked about the Crash Bandicoot remaster, people were like, oh yeah, you know, it's like Ratchet and Clank. But Ratchet and Clank looks way better than, than the Crash um, trilogy. It, it's like, it's just beautiful, the detail and the kind of yeah. art style and yeah it's it looks great it plays really well i'm only i've never been 100% clear on i've never been 100% clear on with that game like how much of it was because i know they didn't just re they didn't just like upscale the graphics like they, they actually redid heaps of it mm. and i've never quite been clear having not played the the originals like Exactly how much they did, how much they changed, and how much is new. It's it's a remake in the way that Judge Dredd or Total Recall were remakes. Right. You know what I mean? They're new movies from the same concept. Yeah, because didn't they? But I think there are levels that are the same. With Crash, old, you mean? No, with Ratchet and Clank. With Ratchet and Clank. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, no, I guess I don't know anything about the Because Crash Bandicoot is like one for one, except yeah. for the graphics. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank, I think someone even told me that they... It's a There's flat out elements remake. of like all three games in there or something. So right. it's like level design of one, but then mechanics of another. But yeah, it's it's sort of it's kind of the gold standard of a remake, I reckon. Mm. Like yeah. that, yeah. It, you know, you could you could have said that was released for the first time last year, and you you'd buy it like, totally. Which it. I think yeah comes from the fact that they they just took the best bits of the others and. Basically yeah, made a new like, game, and it's like a, a, a reboot almost, I guess. But yeah. It's, yeah. it's really fun. I I think you might have talked about it at the time, Tommy. The cutscenes and the stuff that ties into the movie, probably the weakest yes. part. The writing isn't great. Yeah, the right, like the fact that the bad guys are literally called the are they the blog? Yeah, it's they're the most like the just a first draft of what you would grab out of the air to come up with for yeah. a nickname for a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and even the heroes, like Ratchet's fine and Clank is okay, but kind of the other heroes, you know, the Galactic Ranger guys, the the yeah. one who's telling the story, like the voice acting is good. I think it's it even uh, there might be some na- like voices I recognize from, you know, Futurama or other like cartoons. Yeah. Um, but the, it's just the writing is it, it's all first draft stuff. It feels like, which is yeah. a bit of a shame. But um, look, I'm not really playing the game for that stuff. And the platform yeah. and the, the combat's so good. I kind of liked the device of the the fact that the game is narrated by the what's his name dude, the Captain Ranger guy Quark. who's in jet, like yeah. him doing the tutorial and the way he he kind of is sort of telling you what to do, through, like through it in that being kind of woven into the mm. writing and the story. I thought was well done. But then, yeah, the deeper in it got, and yeah, when you get into those big cutscenes, and it's like this is. This would be fucking. This script would be the toilet paper at Pixar. Probably not even good <laughs> yeah. enough for that. Like it's the most Pixar, a, a, a very so vindictive studio, <laughs> where they use other people's scripts as toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so is it there DreamWorks? Must be, was, 
Was it actually DreamWorks that did the movie, or was it some other shitty company? Oh, God. I don't think so. I, I think, think DreamWorks was just a it, distributor. Okay. Yeah, it wouldn't be a studio with any kind of clap behind them. I'm kind of mm. curious to see the movie because it sounds te- – like, you even – even in even in terms of like the writing in the game, which I, I always give a fair bit of leeway to, because you sort of go, well, it's a game, it's it's you know, it's a different medium. Mm. But it, yeah, even in terms of that, going, this is real bad. Let alone you know, it, seeing it on a big screen. Yeah, and the idea that it, that these com- characters are compelling enough that people would be like, oh, I can't wait, like. You know, Mario's a beloved character, and we haven't. Well, we have had a Mario movie, but like an animated <laughs> one that ties in. Like we, you know what I mean? Like, given totally. that there's so many actually great characters that they haven't done that with. Like, nah, put, put. Let's make Gex the movie. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, it's nothing to do with DreamWorks. Oh, really? I just yeah, looked I. it up. The production companies were, and well, I, there were a bunch of production companies, and it was distributed by Gramercy Pictures, Rainmaker Entertainment. I don't know any of these names. Okay, so yeah, all right. So it's just. Shit. It's just something. <laughs> just Paul, something. Paul Giamatti and John Goodman were in it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, Rosario what? Dawson. That must have... I mean, I assume the game made money, but that movie must have lost a shit ton of money. I can tell Big you. Time, yeah. uh, this is me just on the phone with Harvey Weinstein, by the way. This isn't <laughs> Wikipedia. Yeah. Uh, it had yeah, a 20... I can see him. In the, he's in the other window on Skype. Yeah. <laughs> hey, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> I know. <laughs> We've just decided not to record that conversation, though. <laughs> but it is real. No, that was him just then. Didn't you hear him? You proved that that isn't what he sounds like. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, by the they way, lost seven million York, bucks. I've, I've seen so many people in New York that literally sound like bad Adam Knox New Yorker impressions. <laughs> so that means it's a good New Yorker impression. Well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Do that. There Lean out your a, window um, now and just yell out, "Oh." There was a guy, I saw a guy walking across the street yesterday and a bike nearly hit him and then the bike sort of, you know, clears him and he, and he yells this, he go, like, he, he yells at the guy and then the guy yells back, fuck off, and then he goes, yeah, why don't you come back over here and say that, you fucking cocksucker? I was like, is this a bad sketch that someone in Australia wrote about New York? Like, I cannot believe I'm hearing a real person yeah. yell this out. The only thing he didn't say was, I'm walking here. Like it was pretty much. I was like, I was praying for it. I was like, come on, mate. Give me that last little bit of juice. You saw like Um, an establishing shot from George of the Jungle when he goes to New York. (laughs) Wow, this place is so different. The leopards never swear at each other. Um, Yeah, the the thing I loved about Ratchet and Clank was the – the like the weapon system and like mm. the weapons all being very different and the upgrading it, which is which is kind of a similar mechanic to something that I've been playing a bit of in the last week, uh, Cave Story, mm-hmm. which came out on the Switch like a week ago or something. Has yep. been out on everything else for five five years or something, four years. Yeah, it was like it's been a out for free quite a while. PC game in like yeah, twenty ten or something. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. was a DS version and a three DS version as well. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it's, and man, it's I feel so dumb for waiting so long to go in, but at the same time, it is one of those things that's like the perfect thing on the Switch. Yeah, and um, it's it's really it's fuck, it's great. Like it's so good. Like it, it's um, oh, I shit. believe it. So just really it, quick, it came out in two thousand and four. Oh wow, Cave Story, two thousand four apparently on the PC because wow. I played it back back. It must have been then. The uh, well, I think what's it, yeah. I think it. 
it, it, it originally it was made by one guy, yeah. I believe, and it was free. And I think. it was, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and then since then, and and this now is obviously like, well, yeah, if it's thirteen years old, it's had like a lot of spit and polish put on it, and mm. like, I, I saw a thing recently of like the 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 people who were kind of handling the upscaling and stuff, which is like a a, a team now. Sort of, you know, him, the, the original guy commenting on it and going like, oh, this is amazing. This is, it's now got all the stuff in it that I, you know, would have loved to put in, but just mm. didn't have time. Like, you know, there's like water effects when you jump in and out, like the water ripples and all that sort of stuff that he's, that he's had his little cock blown off by. Um, <laughs> so I never played this game and I, I want to, um, mm. but uh, for, for someone like me or someone who, yeah, might be getting it for the first time on the Switch, what is the game? So it's it's a platformer and it's one of those ones where I mean this is kind of the thing that's really nice about like really good indies is that the whole thing of it is you can just tell that it's made by someone who just absolutely loves video games like mm. it's got so many like it just it you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to pitch because like you you talk about the best things about it and it just makes it sound like every other indie ga- like it just sounds like a dime a dozen mm. like you know it's a platformer that has a lot of like retro touchstones and you know he's drawing pretty heavily from its influences and you know really kind of going for the stuff that you remember about you know being a kid and playing like a good adventure game on the game boy for the first time but sort of fleshed out and making it feel like what it actually felt like you were playing Mm -hmm. for the day like actually heaps of stuff going on so it's basically a platformer where you're you wake up in a cave you're you're like a you're like a a fighter or a soldier or something from the from the surface it's kind of impl- it's sort of like always just implied like who you are like people seem to know who you are or like what kind of you know class of person you are mm. like you're referred to as like oh are you a soldier from the surface but it's never quite gone into and there's just this kind of little plot going on of like this person being kidnapped and this evil dude trying to get these little rabbit people and use them use their powers for his own it's kind of this ongoing thing that, you, you know, you stumble across and you're just kind of drawn into. There are only seven types like... of stories. Boy <laughs> meets girl, boy meets world, evil guy tries to get little rabbit people. <laughs> Cave story. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm, that's a I'm just one. up to the bonus mini game where you have to try and lose your virginity before prom. So that's been <laughs> a lot of fun so far. Um, but, yeah, it's like the writing is very, like, knowingly silly, but, like, yeah, really leaning heavily into, like, the very video game tropey, silly kind of writing. But yeah, it's it's very like you have this hub world where you go in and out of the levels and you so you you acquire weapons over the course of the game and it the thing I what the mechanic I really like about it is that when you kill enemies they drop little pellets and then you've got this bar that kind of levels up your gun. So you each each weapon that you have has three different levels that you can power it up to when you pick up you know, these little pellets from killing enemies. Mm. But if you get hit, your health goes down and that gun meter goes back down. Okay. So if you're, if you're like in a gunfight and you take a heap of, you know, a, a heap of damage, not only will you lose life, but all your guns will start to be depleted. What? So you're kind, of, you're kind of looking to keep that, maintain that balance of, yeah, having, like keeping all your guns at, at max power, which is kind of, which makes it like really interesting because you can come out of a big fight and go, Oh fuck! I've got to build my my arsenal back up again, mm. which which is the bit of it that reminds me of Ratchet and Clank, like that kind of weapon upgrade mechanic and that like 
Yeah, that was the bit I loved most about that game, and it's kind of present here. But um, yeah, just the presentation and the the graphics and the um the sound design is yeah, it's it's really great. I would really recommend it to anyone who is a Switch owner who passed on it because it's yeah, it's heaps of fun. Yeah, what versions of it did you play, Knox? I played the original, like the free yep. PC one. Yep. Uh, which is the thing because I saw this was coming out for Switch and I remember really liking it, so thought, oh, maybe that's what. But the price tag of what? How much is it on the Switch? Um, I think it's twenty six dollars. I think. Yeah, I, it's. I feel like it may have been forty or something even. Yeah. Yeah, you might be right. Actually, you might be right because over here in the good old US of A, where I currently am, mm. uh. Just just to remind people who've gotten used to the fact that it does hopefully sound like we're all in the same room. Yep. Um, it you can buy it. Uh, you can you can buy it f- like it's in shops. Like you can buy a physical copy, and I believe that that's forty bucks. Yeah. Right. In right. The shops so here. the idea, like they've updated it and made the graphics better and all that stuff. And I think mm. there's a couple of extra little bits that were in there mm. that aren't yeah. in the original. But because you do have this free PC version. Mm-hmm. That you can literally yeah. just go and play online. That you could moment, get yeah. in five minutes. Yeah. It's kind of like the Switch being portable definitely makes that an attractive thing. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's that original version I mean, was the main, good. The main appeal for me was like, like it came out the day before I flew here. So I was like, oh, this is perfect. Like, mm. And and it was like I got I got really sucked into it and it was like all of a sudden, like, you know, looked at my watch. I'm like, oh, cool. I've knocked off a huge chunk of the flight just through just like there is something about, you know, booting up something for the first time and like not really knowing what to expect. It's so easy to get drawn in and for time to just kind of evaporate. Totally. But, um, we, but we've yeah, talked I mean, to um, off, off the show, friend, friend of the show. Jeremy Webb, he's done uh, some tech stuff mm-hmm. for us before for for Filthy, and he's a big fan of uh, Binding of Isaac, yeah. and so he's played kind of well, like every version along the way, yeah. Um, and you know, like loves getting together with friends and playing it. It's just it's a game that he will always play and play a lot, yeah. And that came out on the Switch for what was it eighty dollars, and it that was a full price, yeah. And that really was uh, is it eighty an issue for him? I think it was yeah, I think it was seventy nine dollars over mm-hmm. here, yeah, over here, okay. yeah. Um, because, but but also it's, it was it's, a game that he recommended for us mm. to play, people who'd never played it. Because by this point, that version that you're getting is is worth eighty dollars. It's a fantastic, yeah, yeah. fully fleshed out game. It is a weird thing with um, just the econ- like you're already saying it with the Switch, even though it is a pretty new, um, you know, still pretty new. Like just the the shifting economy of indie games and like. You know, you've got a game like Kamiko that goes up there for what it's like eight dollars or something. Yeah, it's like six fifty. And then every yeah. now and then I'll see one pop up on there and it's like, I want to play this, but man, forty bucks is a even forty is kind of a bit of an ask for something that mm. you know, I how much depth is in this? Like yep. and I guess it's a hard thing where it's like it costs what it costs because it costs money to make and they people worked hard on it. But yeah, when you've got all these choices, it is weird because there's no because it's there's no standardized price. It's not like okay, well, first party stuff like Zelda and you know Splatoon is going to be eighty bucks. Mm. This kind of level of indie is going to be fifty, and then this 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 rung is going to be thirty. Like something comes out, and it could cost anything. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, the Switch the that, Switch does have kind of more expensive games than the PS4 or the Xbox, yeah. or especially the PC. Yeah. So. But you do get the benefit of having a portable thing. Mm. So and and usually it is like yeah, 
it's a slightly nicer looking version with all of the add-ons included. But, uh, yeah, if, well, the, if you but don't it's have... funny you bring up Binding of Isaac because that's another one that over here you can get a, a physical copy mm. in the shops. So I reckon I'm going to pick – I think it, it's 40 bucks here, US. So um, I, I kind of figured I'd pick that up just because it's – I just always like prefer having a physical copy if I can. Uh, you know, if it's not for me, then I can like easily get rid of it or whatever. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was, that was going to be my question was, have, they, have either of you played it? Because it sort of looks like it's, 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 it's in that category of stuff where a few people have said to me, it's great. You'd really like it. But then just from looking at footage, I go, I do not think I'd like this at all. <laughs> I absolutely hate the art style of it. Yep. I really, really don't like it. It's, it's that ugly pixel art, isn't it? And it used to be, so there's like, I played about five minutes of <laughs> the old version of it. That used to look like more of a flash kind of thing, and yeah, yeah, yeah. it was a it's a it's a dual stick shooter thing. So you know you're moving with one stick and you're shooting with the other. Yep. And I was bored to tears by it. Mm. I literally really cried right for, oh, no. for three weeks for three full <laughs> weeks. I had a Jewish mourning period. <laughs> it was just it was whole- so boring and or just like so straightforward. And I just really hated the look of it. Uh, I haven't gone yeah, back to I this like the- newer. Sorry, I hate the I hate the look and the the whole like the what would you call it the theme or the conceit mm. of it. Yeah, like the being called the Binding of Isaac afterbirth. What are you ship. like a you're like a fetus or something like? Yep. Yeah, it's it's all a little bit yeah I don't know. It's yeah, a little bit gamer bit edgy. <laughs> it looks it looks yeah. gross. You look yeah. you see all these yeah. gross little kidneys and shit and you're like fuck kidneys. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be looking at them. <laughs> I want them in a pie or not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Give him, put him steak and kidney pie. You got yourself a good British meal, yes. which I'm doing the wrong accent for. Yeah. <laughs> you went more Australian than usual. <laughs> it um, yeah, it it because it's the Super Meat Boy guy, isn't it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. Yes. Did you guys ever see that movie? What movie? <laughs> the good, uh, the Godfather. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um. Super the Meat indie Boy. game movie. The what movie? Indie game, the movie. Oh. oh. What? I couldn't hear you so so much from, from over the other side of the room. Uh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. I'd like to watch it now that, you know, obviously everything's like quite dated. Like, mm. like all that stuff being out. Yeah. And, and obviously the, you know, the technology that people are using to make things. Like, I imagine it's one that's good to go back now and look at the stuff that they're using and freaking out about where it's like, oh, everything's changed and that's not relevant anymore. Mm. And just where indie games were at the time of being this new th- new concept even. Right. Uh, mm. That just isn't really the case anymore. But well, I, I haven't seen it. Is this the one that uh, features the guy who made Fez as yes, well? Yes, Phil Fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I have read about that and I, pl- I played Fez and I thought it was pretty good. But um, yeah, that was interesting, that story of him just kind of being like, Fuck everything about the industry, and it's kind of yeah. It kind of seemed to come from him being kind of a dick as well. Yeah, and yeah. then so it's him and uh, the guys who made Super Meat Boy, the two of them. Yep, and also Jonathan Blow, who was working on The Witness at the time. Right, and this is like 2012. It came out Ye- or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which is he seems was- crazy. That dude, <laughs> Jonathan Blow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's the, a lunatic. Yeah, it's, I saw him it's stab interesting in this. <laughs> <laughs> in the it, it's interesting in the way that like they're um it yeah it's three games that are all at very different stages of development so i think you 
I think you see the Meat Boy guys like finish finish the game, like finish they, making they the game. They published during, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So all that stuff's pretty. That's that's pretty nice to see. Like uh, all that stuff of them, like losing their minds when they finally finish working on it. Yeah. Well, and that's why Cave um, Story is kind of interesting too, because when it came out, I didn't realize it was two thousand four. That's way earlier yeah. than I thought. There just wasn't this sort of stuff at the time. Yeah. Like it, yeah, yeah. I do, I do love that stuff now. Where it, not that I've really played it. I played like the first minute of it, but um, Undertale and mm. like that is just basically one guy. Yeah. And he, you know, if you follow him on Twitter, he like just you know just that complete sort of like transparency of you know he'll get on there and you know be be sort of really overjoyed that people care about the game and and the same with the star stardew valley um person yeah. like i, I kind of really like seeing all that stuff now and, and also like yeah just seeing stuff where you you kind of you you get a lot of these like really singular voices working on games where you can just tell oh okay this is like with Cave Story, you can just you sort of can tell everything about that guy's childhood from playing the game because you oh, just right. go, "This is the stuff that you played. This is the stuff that you loved. Like this is what resonated with you." And he I guess if you're into playing a cave it, when he and was born, <laughs> <laughs> I guess if you're playing it and you had those same experiences, I guess maybe that's why it resonates so much. Because if you're of a certain generation, you know, video games can feel like a thing where you know, perhaps you growing up, you didn't know a lot of people that were into them, so it sort of felt like you discovered these things and you were the only one who mm. who kind of gave a fuck about this stuff in games. And so to have this thing that's kind of speaks to that when you're a bit older is like, oh, fuck, wow, there was someone else like there, like like that out there. Totally. And th- 2004, like, I was still in high school. Like, the, the distribution I was 18. method for that, for that game... Would have been, I guess, non-existent. Even internet Fourteen. stuff wasn't that. Well, its peers would have been uh, fucking Newgrounds and stuff. It would have been yep. a Paris Hilton dress simulator <laughs> and all of that sort of shit. Yeah, yeah. So it it was a pretty unique thing at the time for sure. Yeah. And then yeah, like this sort of like auteur thing that there are with that there is with games mm-hmm. now um, is cool because like if you don't respond to it, whatever. But if you do, then you seem to really. Actually, you do. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Th- like they support them really well. Like, um, uh, Stardew Valley's getting a multiplayer mode now. Yeah, like more yeah. than a year after it's come out, mm. just for free. I'm pretty that's sure. That's one I'm. That's one I. Uh, that, again, that's another one in the camp of indies that I just never got got onto. That's um that's coming to Switch that I'm really looking forward to because it's just been, it's just been sitting on my list for a very very long time. Ben, I yeah. I think. I think you played it. it. It's come out since we started the show. I remember you playing it at the time and not loving it. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know if it was the fault of the game or just the kind of games I wanted to be playing at that time. But it, I see how it could easily be a game that I spend a million hours playing. Yeah, because yeah. it's kind of like an Animal Crossing ish sort of thing. The Harvest Moon, right? It, just like and well, again, mixed yeah, with a, a little bit of that like sort of spreadsheet checking of yeah, a civilization. Totally. Yeah. Which yeah, is a, the kind of game where I need to know I can only play this game in every spare moment. Otherwise I won't really even bother to get into it. Kind yeah, of thing. right. Yeah. Well again, it's that thing again of you can tell it's a guy who loves Harvest Moon but has always gone, Yeah, but imagine if you could kill shit in this. Like Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I'm such a fan of that stuff where 
something gets announced and you go, oh, yes, finally someone did it. Someone mm. did that thing that I've always thought would be so great to be able to do in one yeah. of the games. Yeah, three backflips in a row. Oh, my God. <laughs> or when they, when they hit Two on... Two chicks at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> when they hit on something... By the way, you... I can't wait to listen back to the audio of just my track of this that I'm recording separately <laughs> where it'll be... It'll just sound like me talk, having it like saying some statements, and then just going quiet for a couple of minutes at a time. If you <laughs> tragically and then responding to stuff that's not there. If you tragically die immediately after recording this, <laughs> and somebody finds your body slumped over the keyboard, there they went, "Oh no! Well, he's left a, lo- a note at least, so we can see where his head was at." Oh, he when was he did totally this. insane. Just huge pauses. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. Huge pause. I was gonna, I was gonna say I should take this SD card and delete everything else off it and just leave it in the street for someone to find. <laughs> have you ever found, have you ever, have you ever found any kind of like uh, media in the street? Uh, nothing interesting, I don't think. Mm. Um, yeah, because I found a couple of USBs in my time ooh. and been very excited to go and because you just go, this could, I really hope, and also from the point of view of doing comedy. You mm. go, fuck, this is – God, please let there be something insane on this because that's, <laughs> that's 10 minutes right there. But my friend found my friend found a USB once that was like a – or maybe an SD card that was like a family's holiday photos and it was all photos of them. You know those things they have set up, those like fake – it's like a plexiglass surfboard and then like a big kind of like yeah. fake wave, like plastic like wave a, behind them. Oh, uh, yeah. It was this sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was like about 20 photos of this family who are all very overweight posing on the surfboard and they all looked fucking insane. Like <laughs> it, was, it was the best public find and he just uploaded them in an album on Facebook and went, check out what I found in the street. <laughs> it, uh, and that's... That's what I dream of, but yeah, I mean, I've been looking at a lot of bins over here, um, <laughs> trying to trying to hack people's phones for their personal data, but mm. n- you know, no luck so far. I don't think I'd have the balls to put a random USB card into USB stick into anything. The idea that someone's like no, the, that, maybe they just like dropped it on the street like a bag yeah. of cocaine, you know? Yeah, because they saw a cop coming. Oh yeah, it could be the start of a great action thriller. Could be. Isn't that what happens to Will Smith in uh, Men in Black? (laughs) What's that one? Chasing Amy? What's it called? Fucking Enemy of the State. Enemy of the State, yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, No Country for Old Men. He finds the money. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I know movies. (laughs) Uh, The, um, yeah, Cave Story I I thought was good too. And try the free version if you feel like it as well. If you Mm. don't have access to a Switch, why not? But there's enough. This is a story of a cave. The little graphical updates are, are really good in, in spite of still being simple. Mm. I do, like, from looking on the main menu, there's a bunch of stuff that I gather unlocks as you go on or get deeper in. And there's, like, they've they've redone they've redone the music, but there's, like, eight different styles of music that you can pick from. So there's, like, the original one and that's then there's, cool. like, a I really like the one, original. And then there's one that's, like, super kind of chip-tuny where they've made yeah. it sound like it's on a Famicom. Like, yeah, so just all that sort of, like interesting little and i keep kind of going in and out and like you know changing which style i'm listening to as i'm going through it mm. which you know is is very cosmetic but also enjoyable um 
there's a bit of news that I think happened yesterday, maybe, that the uh, there, there's a special edition Destiny 2 Dual Shock coming out. Mm-hmm. Huge I breaking think it looks, news. <laughs> I think it really cool. Runs what do you guys up, hits think? the big red button to stop the presses. <laughs> guys, I need to take a shit. <laughs> Quick, I need to use this. We've run out of uh, scripts for Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. memory on this guy is just fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it looks gross. It looks shitty. It's real tacky looking. I think it's, it's so the bad. least tacky of these kind of things, but I don't like these kind of things well, as a rule. Well, yeah, I agree. Like, because, man, these things, it's the same people who do, like, the monster energy drinks or something. <laughs> yeah. Who do the half yeah. of the fucking novelty controllers there have been over the years have huge gouges taken out of yes, them. by Yes, fake... like, a, yeah. like a velociraptor had attacked yeah. them. <laughs> no, my controller's been scratched by a bear. <laughs> yeah. Well, this feels <laughs> shit and looks terrible. <laughs> cool, I'll I'm, spend um, money. I'm prepared to go on record and say that I generally am not a fan of the humor of Kotaku, the website. Mm. Uh, but this is good. Their article on it, the headline is just, oh, no. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a piece of shit. It's, wh- it's, it's all white, save for the, what's it called? The touchpad thing. Yeah. yeah. Is black and has Destiny 2, the logo on it. And then on the left prong, there's a the little kind of logo of Destiny with the number two under it. And then on the right, there's like another icon, which I assume is something for the game, mm. uh, something from the game. And they're in gold. It like it looks it looks like. Did you did either of you guys do like any kind of like visual communication uh, subjects in high school? Yeah. Where you know yeah. <laughs> yes. you, you <laughs> there's some visual communication final, right there. <laughs> Adam's flipping me off through Skype. Um, <laughs> uh, y- yeah, y- you know, your final assignment would be design this, and you, you know, you'd, so you'd have to have your first page of all your rough concepts, and they're all just what's the very first thing you think of that's also shit. This looks like that. Yeah. This looks like <laughs> yeah. the very first crack at. All right, well, we won't do this. But, you know, just to get the ball rolling, yeah. so you, you, we'll stick the logo in the middle. It yep. looks like, you know when games used to come with little stickers, little uh, like a little yes. sheet of stickers? Yes. Yeah. And you'd put them on your PlayStation and regret it afterwards yep. and then try to take it off, but it'd yep. be that type of sticker yep. where if you try to remove it, it, it just goes it all It leaves papery. the ripped white paper, yeah. Fuck that shit, man. Yeah. This looks like, yeah, someone just got a packet of them and put them on and went, oh, whoops. It does look like a 17-year-old's high school visual communications yeah. project. My yeah. guitar hero guitar. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I love. It. Yeah, my place. I mean, I think you know, symmetry is so visually appealing, and not that everything has to. Is this your TED talk on visual <laughs> design, Tommy? <laughs> symmetry is visually I, appealing. I'm, That's what I, explains yeah, my fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I bought heaps of black turtlenecks over here, so I'm about to give that a good workout. Um, it, it, yeah, like it, it just. Just this design thing of stuff just being whacked anywhere, like it's so I, I just can't stand it. Like mm. even if even if those prongs at least had the same thing on both of them, I I wouldn't mind it as much, but ugh. It is like it is one of the most paired back of these sorts of things. Like a lot yeah. of these controllers and novelty whatevers seem to have the same sort of design philosophy as like the nineties kind of Nickelodeon gunk yeah. toys. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's all just like oozing fucking, like Mad Cats is dead, pour one out, rest in peace. But um, yeah, like <laughs> shitty camouflage with yeah scratches and ooze, heaps and of fucking logos. spikes, <laughs> yeah, uncomfortable spiky parts. Yeah. Yep. But like the the thing too is like if you're basing it on a game, there's obviously there'll be some kind of like thing within the game, like the kind of lore of it or whatever it is that you yeah. could theme the controller on. Mm-hmm. And have that be really cool, and that's good fan service. A big, like, a big, huge scratch. <laughs> yeah, like if you made the like, there's a you know, there's a Splatoon two Pro controller that they brought out. That's kind of uh, personally, I think it's as bad as this. It's just one of the prongs is pink and one of them's green, and that's it. It's like it's got there's little, all these cool. It's got little very faint black like tattoo things on it that are like yeah. the same symbols that are on the loading screen as well. I think it looks yeah. fine. Nintendo's thing with all the Switch accessories, though, has been weird, but they are, like, uh, just, the, like, the yellow ones for arms and even the mm, pink and blue yeah. uh, Joy-Cons. But I just think, just like, in terms of shitty. the Splatoon one, like, you've got all these cool in-game brands and stuff. Like, mm. I would, if some, if it was themed like it was from within the game, I yeah. would buy that in a second. Or if it was done up to look like one of the guns in there or something. Like, totally. And the thing with this Destiny easy... 2 one, it's, it's almost because Destiny's... Um, interface design is is great. It's really minimalistic. Yeah. I think it looks really nice. And so it's almost like, as as like as nice as that looks, they still had to fuck up the design of this. It was like, yeah, and this one looks, I think, as good as I've seen one look. That's it still had to like fight against that like whole um the whole um aspect of yeah being a limited edition controller necessarily ruining the design. <laughs> like it's just inherent. Yeah. In that. It's it. I think what the problem is, it's like it's theming it on the box art <laughs> rather than theming it from something within the actual game. Totally, like, totally. Um, yeah. Which you know is we, like like I was saying with the Splatoon one, like just being in the Nintendo store the other day. Like at the moment, they've got all this Splatoon merchandise, and it's all designs and gear that's from in the game. Mm. So like, it's all those weird little logos and stuff, which which looks really cool. It's not just a shirt that has. Splatoon written on it. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's Spalton. weird to put. <laughs> <laughs> Spalton 3. <laughs> Just misspelled bullshit. I, I think you're right about that. They never do. I can't actually think of any good examples. Mm. Uh, there was that Resident Evil 4 chainsaw controller. Right. Oh, yeah. It's, it's stuff goofy. like that. But it's, it's, I mean, yeah. it's fun, but it's kind of useless. But it's, yeah. it's a fun thing. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's sort of it, it's more the fan service of it being from yeah something within the world. Oh, there was one people. for uh, Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. Oh yeah, that was a keyboard. <laughs> it was right. a keyboard with a you know half a GameCube controller on either side. Oh right, sort of like oh, yeah, a switch yeah. looking thing. Yeah, but the screen is a keyboard and the floor Ooh. is lava. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's weird. like when they when they re released the um the. Nintendo 3DS and they met those new ones that had the improved screen. I think the, I think some of them, the color scheme was like the original Super Nintendo controllers or the PAL Super Nintendo controllers. Oh yeah. Do you remember at the time heaps of people being like, oh, this is sick. Like mm. this is, it's such a small thing, but this is so cool. Like it's, it's weird how companies just lose sight of the bare minimum of fan service that they have to do to get people really excited mm. and instead release something like this piece of shit Destiny control that's been <laughs> on my screen for the last 10 minutes now. I'm just 
I'm just staring at this shit controller. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've just typed in like uh, video game um, third party controllers. There's a fuckload of camouflage. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. There's one for every sports team, which is kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Each of them is fine because it's just the right colors, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The majority of them, though, just fucking awful. And it's reminded me how bad the Nintendo 64 controller was. Yeah. Yeah. There's just, oh, yeah, so, I just they all look so limited edition controllers. Huh? There's some really bad limited edition controllers out there. Yeah. Well, like with oh. most limited edition game releases, like the statuette that's bundled in the book of, uh, like they just do their <laughs> best to ruin it all. Yeah. And like so yeah. video game characters have such interesting designs usually. And yeah. the best ones are some of the best designed things, you know, ever. Like, and, and the attachment you have to them is increased because of the interaction. And it's like, this stuff could be fucking awesome. And it's 99% of it is terrible. Yeah. yeah. I well, mean, that, I kind of, I bought it, uh, like, speaking of Cave Store, I bought it to play on the plane. But I, I kind of wanted to hold out because it, it, you can get a physical version here that comes with... A, a really big, thick instruction manual that's like styled in the theme of like old Game Boy games. Oh man! And it's got, and then something else in there as well. But just that, I was like, that sounds really cool, and mm. something that I was kind of tempted to hold out for and yeah. just get here. But um, Binding but yeah, of Isaac I mean, has the same thing, except it's like the instruction. Ma- it's the instruction manual for the original Legend of Zelda that they oh, basically right, right. recreated, but just Binding of Isaac stuff. And in fairness to the controller people, just real quick, the design of every controller <laughs> what an that comes opener. out. Huh? In fairness to the controller people. <laughs> well, they're out there. <laughs> that they're, sounds like, they deserve a voice. That sounds like you're about to make some big statements about the government, but you've forgotten the word for government. <laughs> uh, in fairness to the uh, 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 controller these, uh, people. These uh, mad cats in the White House. Um <laughs> <laughs> the 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 designs of every controller tend to be pretty fucking good when they come out for the most part. Yes, and sure, sure. Yes. So it's hard to do a shape differently because you know they're already very very thought about and good. And then in terms of just it's hard to do a shape differently, <laughs> it is. Gr- again, I love that as a statement. It's so deep. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, Make sure when you edit the audacity file of this <laughs> that you cut that bit out. <laughs> uh, the, the like I'm, I'm sitting here staring at the PlayStation VR, and that is a beautifully designed piece of uh, technology. Oh, man. It does look yeah. good. Yeah. When them lights are on as well. Yeah. I was doing it the other it, night, and it was I turned all the lights off, bet obviously. You <laughs> and... Yeah, like just the and when I took it off, you know, the blue ones are glowing. The controller had like a red, and it was yeah. like, "Fuck, this looks great." And yeah, like the pro controller for the Switch, the Switch itself, most of the first party um, pieces of technology look great because yeah, like you said, like they've spent a year making sure it looks the best it possibly can. Totally, and then, well, so we, yeah, then we you've commented. basically only got the choice of if you're a first party thing, putting some design on them, and there's not a lot of free space there. Yeah. There's not a lot of room, so you, you're best off going for just good colours. Totally. Well, we commented at the time on this um, when we first got the VR that uh, that it's amazing how it feels, it's simultaneously, it's very lightweight and it, you know what I mean, it feels really mm-hmm. kind of ergonomic, but it also... 
it it still feels like it has value. Like it, you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel yeah. like it's, it's kind sturdy. of. It's more kind of compact and and lighter to hold than it looks like it's going to be in the pictures and then, and then what you imagine a VR thing to feel like. Mm. But you still you don't hold it and go, oh, this feels like a fucking shitty little plastic toy. Yeah, totally. No, totally. Like good. yeah, to be able to do both of those at the same time is a pretty a pretty um, impressive feat of design. Mm. Oh, and the Xbox um, One controller is my favorite one out of all the current ones. Uh, it I think the updated version of it at least right um it feels really good sorry i yeah i ate a huge burger before coming here <laughs> and this whole time i've been trying not to throw up <laughs> it was good but i just like you know when you just eat and your body's like nah mate not today <laughs> yeah. come on are man. you allowed to mention the location of the the burger restaurant it's called burger love burger love Burger Love. Where is it? I've heard it's in of that. South Melbourne. Oh, okay. Yeah. What the fuck were you doing there? I was ordering Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> Burger Love. I like it. Yeah, no, it's um, pretty good. They do this. Uh, you were in Canada. It's called, it's called a. Is Canuck an okay word to say? Yes. Okay. It's, it's like a, an, it's a maple Aussie. bacon Canuck. Oh, man. And what oh, they nice. do, they start with a layer of <laughs> pure grass fed beef. Oh, yeah. And then on top of that, cheese <laughs> and shit. And then it's like maple bacon <laughs> and. Uh, Crispy onion rings. Oh, man. But like the thin kind. Yeah, yeah. It was real fucking good. But anyway, my body wants to get rid of it. <laughs> <laughs> I had you know um, been, I had a. You know a, what I've been seeing a, a lot of here? Hey? Sorry. You, you know what I've been seeing a lot of here? A phrase that I, I hadn't seen in quite a while on menus. The phrase smothered in our. Oh. It's like. Yeah. It's not appealing. Yeah. It's, it's Smothered like, is a disgusting word. <laughs> It's. I, I think it's trying to make you feel like you're getting value because smothered implies like, dude, we are using so much of this fucking sauce. We're like, arguably using about getting value too much of it. That department. <laughs> this amount of cheese is how we killed the cow. <laughs> we smothered it with it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the controller's bad. But I tell you what, ain't so bad. Yeah. Uh, I've been playing Tacoma today, and I actually knocked it out. All you, in all in a day. You jerked Jeez. off while you're playing Tacoma. Huh. You jerked off while you were playing Tacoma? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> about these faceless space holograms, and that's Ooh, apparently my fetish. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, so it's by the people who did Gone Home. Um, free, free something. Fuck, I'm going to look up there. Fulbright. Fulbright. Um, and Gone Home is that kind of firewatch Yes. Like um, walking simulator yes. is the term that people tend to use for this sort of game. Yeah. Uh, and what you're getting is just a pretty straightforward story told linearly in yep. uh, like a first-person context. Right. Picking up clues and exploring. and Yeah, picking yep. up just little fucking tins and shit that yep. you shouldn't be able to hold and there's yep. no point, but it adds so much to it. So it's set in like 2088 and uh, you go to a space station, you're like a uh, researcher or an investigator, sorry, like a detective type of woman. Yep. And you're going on there to um, sort of figure out exactly what went down. Okay. This, uh, now abandoned space station. That's kind of one of my favorite story setups. Yeah. What happened in this space station? <laughs> so it's not particularly <laughs> driven by action in the way that you might expect that story to go. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's a lot more. There's um, a group of people on this space station, like a small crew. Yeah. And you go through and. Uh, Sort of look around all the stuff that's there after them leaving. So, you know, all this stuff knocked over and whatever. Yeah. 
and uh, notes on their computers and all of that stuff. But then you can also play um, AR, which is stands for uh, actual reality. It's no, a it pirate's it's favorite <laughs> kind of video game. <laughs> I'm married to the C. <laughs> My favorite letter is C and R and W. Thanks for coming back on the show, Dave Callan. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I like pussy. <laughs> uh, um, so the um, you're looking at uh, AR. What does it stand for? Augmented reality, the holograms. Yeah. yeah. And you know you play or rewind or whatever these um, recordings. Everything on the ship's always been recorded. And you go through and you and you watch all these things. Obviously, out of actual sequential order, right? Because you're walking around the spaceship seeing these things happening at different times it's got like a out of out of sync pulp fictiony you know back and forth yeah time story and it's all just based on these sort of interpersonal relationships of these characters and it's all very you have to want to sit down and read a bunch of fucking shit about fake people yeah <laughs> is it scary or anything uh, not particularly well i'm not interested no it's not it's a, it's a lot more it's it's pretty and i why, why is it interesting it's well written. It's well okay. written and it's well acted. Uh, I really like the look of it. Mm. Um, it's just a, a, a nice story. Okay. You know, uh, which I obviously don't want to go too far into what that story is because that's yeah. all that is in this game. I, okay. Because with, you what? know, even even just like your general space station story, there's some kind of tension. There's tension between the characters. And there's okay. tension here. I, on, yeah. Like, there's a setup on the space station for why they have to leave and that stuff. Yeah, okay. And there's pressure and there's a story. Yeah. Um, and it, in, in the same What's way as Firewatch or anything. Like, it's, yeah. it's one of those games through and through. So if you went into Gone Home or that fucking... Um, well, the other one, the Rapture one. Dear Esther or, yeah. or any of them. Yeah. You're not going to be into this. It's exactly one of those games. Right. Um... I've seen a bunch of people. People get shitty at these games as well. It, the sort of people who get, you know, when they get angry, they yell out, you're from Tumblr, you know, like. Yes. <laughs> it's that sort of crowd who don't like it as well, just out of women. But, um. So my, What's it on? Sorry, Tommy, go ahead. What's it on? It's on the Xbox One and the PC. There's no, no... My, question, my question was to Ben about you. What's this guy on? <laughs> <laughs> he's on my dear. Man, he's saying some crazy stuff right now. <laughs> so, I don't think there's an announced PS4 version. I'm right. going to double check that now, though. What was your question? Sorry. So my thing is, um, I lo- obviously love uh, Firewatch, yeah. and I've enjoyed... Um, the, I enjoyed Dear Esther, despite it really having w- almost nothing to it. But I really hated Everybody's Gone to the Rapture, which was you walking around a town where something's happened and the story is told to you through holograms of people yeah. who were there before. I never played that one. Yeah. But I think the difference here might be the writing and the acting. Sure. The acting in this is really good. I really liked all of the voice actors. Yeah. And I really liked the writing as well. Okay. So well, that's good. That it, set it'll up. Just, sorry? That setup you were saying about everybody goes to the rapture. When that does happen in reality, it won't be holograms. It'll be podcasts that you walk around finding. Like, <laughs> yeah, it'll be USB hey guys, sticks. Welcome back to the end of the world cast. Um, <laughs> I mean, there is there. You know, System Shock Two and shit already kind of had little podcasts in them. Yeah, this is oh, like yeah, yeah. this is basically that style of t- storytelling too. 
just without right. any game there. <laughs> yeah, right. So right, it, right. it is a weird, specific type of thing for you to like. And it's strange to recommend because I don't want to explain the story, obviously. Yeah. But um, you probably like this story if you like. Uh, if you liked Firewatch, I reckon you might like it. Yeah. It's a lot less about, well, actually, no, that's not fair because it's a lot less about your role in the story as you being a fly on the wall. <laughs> right. And also, also, you like it and you don't like Firewatch. <laughs> no, I know, but that was, <laughs> I, did, I, didn't, I specifically didn't like uh, the writing in Firewatch. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's hard to recommend this in, in the same way that it's sort of hard to recommend a movie that is of a sort of nebulous genre. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. You yeah, can't just yeah. go, you like this movie, it's a drama. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. this is essentially a drama. Right. And it's, uh, it's like... You've got to just be like, no, it's really good. But in a movie, you can recommend the actors and the director and the writing. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't fall into any of the genre tropes, really, that it would seem to. Right. Because it's nothing like Alien or whatever. Right. Totally. So the story is... Uh, uh, but I found it really engaging, and I thought it was really well made. And but I, I, if you liked Gone Home, you'll like this. Yeah, okay. More right. than I guess that's the hey, thing. That's um, the pedigree. Yeah. Hey, I want to bring this up just because when we were talking about VR before, it reminded me of this, and I don't think I've brought this up on the show before. But um, uh, yeah. Speaking of VR, I found a thing the other day of a guy who had like leaked a bunch of stuff about the Switch, and this was ages ago. Mm. And he, they kind of went through a lot of stuff he's put on there, turned out to be real. It, it could have just been luck. A couple of things haven't panned out. But one of the things that he has on there is that he's saying that uh, Nintendo are deep into working on Switch VR. Uh, and that's, that's coming, that, that's going to be revealed within the next year. And that's kind of also, like, justifying the... Um, the the joy, the way the joy cons are rigged up and everything like a big part of that is so that it can seamlessly work as controllers for when you have VR going on and you what would, do you, you guys would, think of that you would s- slot the switch itself into a headset i'm guessing yeah like a samsung thing yeah right yeah i mean um, it cool. makes sense because for them to just make a headset i mean they've already yeah, that's the that's probably the appealing part of it is that yeah they've already got the screen bit of it there yeah ready it to go could be the cheapest one by quite a margin totally totally right. or it could be fucking stupid nintendo prices and still be expensive uh, yeah yeah i don't but yeah sure why not like i i i like vr i'm into vr and if and if yeah if you can have a great console with a bunch of good games that turns into a VR unit that I don't have to pay a shit ton yeah. more for, then uh, uh, that's great. I don't know how the fucking. I hope that's. I PS... hope it's true because it sounds mm. like really. It's it sounds cool. The fact that it's just there and ready to go is yeah good. Yeah, surely that's part the, of the. Appeal. The PS4 kind of struggles to do VR, mm. and it has another box that you have to attach and a headset. You know what I mean. And yeah, it's more yeah. Switch. Yeah, the, yes. But what the, are those those ones where you do just put your phone in? Like, how do they? I've never used one of them. How do they go? I think they just do sort of three sixty video type stuff. Like it's yeah. much right. less actual three D VR than the PS Four, more sort of. Well, that's probably what it'd I'm be. looking at I mean, this picture. I, I doubt they wouldn't be what they wouldn't be aiming to go for like the most insanely immersive thing. They'd be looking to get yeah, three sixty 
degree video yeah. or video three three sixty degree experience that then they've got their whole library of you know IPs to kind of slot into yeah. like that that's, that's the appeal they'd be going for is like hey cool you're in Mario instead yeah. of going this is the most mind blowingly realistic thing ever yeah yeah. I just um, don't really have any concept of how much you can make that function, but it could hypothetically yeah. be wireless yeah. as well, which would be cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, but, yeah, like yeah. we haven't talked about it. The There's like a big new VR bar that's opened in um, in Tokyo and they've got, a, they've got a Mario Kart VR thing in it that looks phenomenal. Mm. Yeah, is it, well, Maybe it's, it's, all, it's AR, isn't it? That it's is, not fully VR. Augmented reality, that stands for. Arr, uh, right. arr, that it does, <laughs> my boy. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, yeah that, that still is going to be cool. fascinating to see. Like, even if Nintendo don't do it, like, obviously, you know, Sony are going to continue to refine, you know, what they're doing and make their, you know, make their version of it, you know, less less bulky and yeah, it it it'll be interesting to see how quickly do we get to a point where it's like a futuristic movie where it literally just is like a, a very tiny headset that you plop on and there's there's nothing, you know, there's no, it's not connected to anything. It's just yeah. on and then you're ready to go. And that yeah. thing that you want, Tommy, which I think is what the Hol- the Microsoft HoloLens is, where it, it would be, I guess, it wouldn't be a, a transparent screen. It would be a camera on the other side so that you can do VR and AR, like you said, yeah. the, the, the Mario Kart thing, you still see your surroundings. I, yeah. I want the I want that future where you know you look up and you look at a cloud and it's an ad for Viagra or whatever. <laughs> I want to live. There. <laughs> Just put a poster you, of you, a you, Viagra ad on your ceiling. You swipe the, you swipe the cloud though, and it orders Viagra, oh, and then yeah. you have a three D representation of where the uh, mail truck is. Yes. so you can see it like fifty kilometers in the distance. Oh yeah. 50, I think oh, and that would be cool. Amazing. So you see the Viagra ad, and then the augmented reality. You look down at your crotch, and it like augmented reality. You see your cock <laughs> getting real firm, and everyone <laughs> wow. in the street sees it too. <laughs> and you can walk around. Everyone's just walking around naked with virtual clothes on. So this was, <laughs> and everyone's freezing to death. <laughs> this was what Google so Glass wait, was you, meant if to you be, just, right? Yeah. If you just slip the headset off for one second, you can just see everyone in the nude. Fuck yeah, man. Yeah, like that movie, They Live. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's Google a, Glass was black... meant to be this. It was meant to be full that was Google like their... Suite interaction, uh, integration with life. Original kind of dumb pitch, but it was just in the corner of your eye. You could watch a YouTube video, right? In yeah, and, and also people got real freaked out about the privacy stuff. Because it was yeah. also p- potentially filming everything. Yeah. yeah. Which, look, I mean, our privacy's already disappeared now, so um, let's just do it. Yeah. I reckon. Uh, only other thing worth talking about uh, for this week, I think, in the world. Only other thing worth talking about in the world. Yep. Uh, Anthony Scaramucci. No. Oh, <laughs> That's the thing. Well, this isn't a video games podcast. This is a, a general current events podcast. We just talk about the most important things every week. It just so happens yeah. the top ten is always games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, PS Plus went up. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, oh, actually, Netflix. before before we start talking about this. I've been playing more Battlegrounds too, and that game's still great, and I still recommend it to everybody. Yep. PS getting, Plus went up. Yep. In price, the subscription service for online play on the, the Sony PlayStation platform. How much did it go is up? Is that by, part Adam? of this? Um, is bel- that part of this Netflix tax thing? So I don't think it is because it went up in Europe as well, right? Uh, and over here in Australia, I don't think it went up in America, but apparently it maybe did a couple years ago. Right. Uh, Hang on, let me run out into the street and ask someone. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, you boy, boy. <laughs> you there, boy. How much is PS Plus <laughs> today? Today? Why it's eighteen dollars, sir. <laughs> um. So I think it went up to eighty dollars here, possibly. Yeah. Um. And like I, sixty. Th- this euros. has reminded me. I've got to cancel mine because I never use it. It's one of those great ones where. The bill comes through in the email every month, and I'm like, I, I've got to get. I just do not. I ha- and again, another month has gone by where I haven't touched it, right? And yeah. then I just don't get around to doing it. I, I, mean, I yeah. like it for. I'm the, the customer that people dream of. Free games. Yeah. No, that's. Yeah. I, I need to cancel my subscription to all of my vanilla pornography websites because <laughs> I have moved beyond them. <laughs> um, yeah. It. It. I. I use it plenty. To justify it, and all the free games make it worth it, even if you're not playing yeah. it. Yeah, oh, but again, that's too. my part. I always forget to even go on there and. Well, you know, you're like, a fucking idiot. Yeah, that's your fault. that's not their fault. <laughs> I'm not bought, saying it's not. I'm saying I, I bought twenty kilos of bananas and they've gone off it. in a month. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm accepting full accountability here. I'm not trying to pass the buck at all. I'm okay, saying good. it's a waste <laughs> of my money. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's gone up from the seventy dollars it one was, which I thought it was sixty. Uh, and it's gone up to eighty bucks here. That feels... I thought it was like twenty. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's se- oh, it's seventy a year per Sorry. year. Which again, oh, you year. shouldn't okay, be right. you Sorry. shouldn't be getting it monthly, Tommy. You should just buy it for a year and forget. Uh, no, I think I'm month to month. You you fucking yeah, idiot! Right. That's a lot more money. <laughs> I know. Too. It's so much more money. Um, again, you'll hear no complaint from me. I'm I'm fully. I'm accepting full accountability. I can't believe how much of a little bitch he's being about this, Docs. <laughs> I wish he would just Rare. accept responsibility. <laughs> Rare for me to not try and find a reason to let myself off the hook. But, yeah, yeah this is a this is one of those I've gotten. There's no rocks for me to hide under. <laughs> this shit's crazy because I've got a PS Plus one. I've yep. got Xbox Live Gold. Yeah. And soon we'll have to have the Switch. Uh, oh, yeah. Fuck, Nintendo yeah. fucking Nintendo one. Online, yeah. Which is much cheaper than the others, but still really fucking annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have they? Pro- what's it? It's like thirty. It's pretty cheap, isn't it? It's like twenty-five yes. or thirty for a year, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Which yeah. is very reasonable. That's nothing. Sure, yeah. but it's less reasonable than free was. But nothing's free anymore, is it? Well, no. and it's also like, it's it when you factor in the the lack of online service that they generally give you. It's twenty five is a yeah. fucking rip off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's pretty stiff. Um, oh, I played some of that Salmon Run for Splatoon two. Oh yeah, me too. Uh, it's really fun. I really liked it. Yeah, it's great. Good, like yeah, I yeah, I I finally was in a hotel where the the Wi Fi was going to let me on on the Switch, and like turned it on and just happened to be on at a time when you could you could go on the Salmon Run. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's really fun. And you know, it'd be great in that being able to talk to the people you're playing with. Oh well, and you because you kind of you need to like yeah. there's so much stuff where you get stuck in a corner and you you like you, yeah you need help and you, you can press little... up or down on the D pad to either say over here or something else like thanks you know what you can say booyah you sorry can say booyah. over here or booyah yeah. <laughs> yeah that old New Yorker staple <laughs> booyah yeah. I'm walking here. What other sweet LEG catchphrases are they going to work in? <laughs> to push right. When you're playing to co-op. Call for you can play with my wife. Oh, <laughs> the worst boring impression I've um, ever heard. Oh, they announced, speaking of that game, they announced the times for a new Splatfest and also that the Splatfest is going to have a level that's unique to the Splatfest, which I think yeah. is, which which I think is really, I, like, I, yeah, like, I know you've been into it, Knox, like the whole timed aspect of it and, and kind of having these, 
these certain levels that only show up for special events, I think is a cool way of getting people excited about the event. Because to be honest, like the whole thing of like, oh, mustard or mustard or ketchup, you know, mm. battle yeah. it out and let's see who wins. I'm like, I kind of don't, I've never really given a fuck about that sort of tournamenty kind of stuff. But to get on, it's like, hey, here's a special weapon or a special level that you're only going to be able to play in this mode. Like that makes me go, okay, well, I'm definitely going to make sure I make yeah. time to play it at that time. Oh, yeah. and at some level, everything's transitory and everything goes away, so I should just get used to the fact. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, I think this episode may have transitoried its way <laughs> out of our, uh, our, um, our place. Meaning, <laughs> it might have transitoried its way out of our place. Meaning that See it's, it's late over here and I want to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah, good point. Yeah, you, oh, I should point out, you guys insisted that we have Skype on, so like video Skype on, so that I could see both of you. Yep. I believe it was you, Knox, that pushed for this, and you've sat out of frame for the entire time we've been doing this. <laughs> yeah, well, I can see you <laughs> and when your lips start moving so that I can look at them sweet lips moving. <laughs> but and yeah, it's just then, way more comfortable here. <laughs> every now and then you've put your, you've put your, you've crossed your foot over your leg, yep. which the foot ends up being the biggest thing in the frame and it kind of looks like you're really passive-aggressively trying to, like, block Ben out of the frame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was deliberately making it try to look like that. <laughs> I was waggling it around and stuff. I'm not an idiot. <laughs> it's a little visual treat that I enjoyed very much. Um, all right. Well, guys, uh, thank you. Thank you for staying up late to do this with me. Hey, um, I didn't want I'm to. talking to the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to insist that people listen to this episode at 3 a.m. Um Thanks very much uh, for listening, guys. Filthycasuals.com.au for all our uh, – you can find our bonus content that we do. You can find uh, links to our PayPal uh, if you want to chip in to support the show. And, uh, yeah, all our social media stuff is on there. Send us your – yeah, we love reading all your stuff every week about what you've been playing and what you've liked and what you haven't liked. Um, anything else? No, I don't think so. Normal episode next week, right? You're back next week? Yeah, well – yeah, I mean, again, I can't wait to see how this turns out. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully, this has just seemed like a normal episode. But, yeah, um, yeah. Uh, glad we were able to make this work with me being away. Uh, yeah, all right. Thanks heaps for listening, guys. And as we say at the end here of every episode of Filthy Casuals, hopefully this episode wasn't a desynced nightmare. It, uh, it, 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 I'm trying to like desync it. <laughs> oh. Didn't work. My wife. <laughs> This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone.